0: Hi, I'm Hannah Sparrow. As a behavior analyst, I'm here to connect the science of behavior to everyday life. Join me as I reveal the secrets of why we do what we do and give you tools for how to change habits. Hi, I'm so glad you're back. I was reading a post recently and I've noticed something. Everybody's kids are arguing. (laughs) It's a thing, it's a popular thing. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about why do our kids actually argue? So we're going to look at the ABCs. We're going to get a all sciencey, y And I'm going to geek out on you. And it'll be fun. And then next time, we'll talk about what do you do to fix it. So let's talk about why. Why do our kids keep arguing? Did you know, if you've listened to any other episodes or talked to me at any point in time, I probably told you one of the strongest reinforcements for children is adult attention. Yep, not any specific one. Adult attention specifically. Why we are hardwired like this, yeah. I don't know, good luck with that. (laughs) I don't make the brain, I just figure out what habits we have. So our kids like to argue. Hmm, I'll bet it even happens more when you're stuck at home and you've got the summertime, and it's coming to the summer end of the summer now. When I'm recording this, and I know there's all these memes about like moms out there shopping for alcohol to celebrate kids going back to school. (laughs) I love having my kids, but I also don't like arguing either. And yes, my children argue, even though I'm a behavior analyst, and I can change behavior. No, I'm not perfect, and no, my kids are not perfect. (laughs) We all have our habits, but arguing. So if children's behaviors are most strongly maintained by adult reactions. Does it matter what kind of reaction? Actually, no. There are subtypes of reactions. You have yelling at your kids. You have hugging your kids. You have asking them what's going on. You have huffing at them. You have the silent treatment because you're just too angry to talk. (laughs) You have so many different reactions you could do with your children. With my girl, what maintains any arguing behavior, specifically when it comes to me, it's me being in the room, yep my literal physical presence. I have to put a wall between her and me in order to minimize arguing with me. Now, the post that I was reading about was about siblings arguing. You can have siblings arguing, but also your kids are gonna argue with you. Okay, so we know now that kids' behaviors are maintained by adult attention. That's the biggest one, that's predominantly one. Now, when that is the factor, in any other attention for that matter, any reaction they get from any other human it's going to motivate them to do it again. Because you might be like, oh, well, I don't do anything, or I fuss at them. That's the most common one. I tell my kids to stop. You know, if we could tell our kids to stop, I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> I, I literally wouldn't have a job, It'd be great, the world would be lovely. Just, just say stop and it works. Well, here's the thing. When you tell your child to stop, your behavior is being reinforced because it's escape. It's the Y factor of escape. You want it to stop and go away. It's escape maintained. So the Y factor is escape. So you say stop and they stop. Then your children get you to come in and tell them to stop, so they wanted attention anyways. So, and they already got their sibling reacting to them, so oh, wow, this is a double whammy, we get two people reacting, it's a party, it's more exciting. <laughs> so we have multiple attention factors going on in here. You got mom or dad, and you got sibling, maybe even the dog comes in and is barking around, you got all this attention because you're arguing. <laughs> Imagine like the, the like in a cartoon, like the light would just turn on and be like oh! So it'd be lovely. But anyway, so your kid has gotten you to react, their sibling to react, the dog, everyone else is coming in and be like, stop. So they stop because they just got what they wanted. Yep, they got all the attention in the world. And guess what? They might even get the toy they were arguing about. Be like mom, dad, da 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 They wanted this item, right? Whatever the toy is, like with my kids, my youngest two year, two, he doesn't even argue. He just throws stuff. And then I hear my eight-year-old ah! Yeah, that, that's, that's literally what it is. It's great, mm-hmm, it's lovely. Because we don't even have words involved in this argument. We've got like physical contact happening. <laughs> that's, an, we'll talk about that later. Physical contact, we're just talking about the words, verbal behavior of arguing. And the, the Y factors predominantly is going to be attention. We're gonna tell them to stop and so we get escape. It's just all around. So then something else happens. You think, yes! was successful as a parent. I got them to stop. Be like, I would walk in and boom, the arguing stops. Especially like when you have like a, like a big bad parent that's like, yeah, I tell them what to do and they shut up and they make sure, you know, they follow the rules. Well, here's the thing. If you keep having to do that, same thing every single day, you're actually maintaining their arguing. Yep. Secrets out you are actually maintaining it. At least for the Y factor of attention because when you come in and quote unquote, lay down the law, tell them what to do, and they do it again, you actually give them what they wanted. Yep. Even though they stopped in the moment, if they do it again tomorrow, it's actually reinforcement. Reinforcement is not giving someone something. Reinforcement and and consequences are not like stopping a behavior, The the consequence, the actual technicality of it is not that. (laughs) So, When your kids are arguing and you go in and tell them to stop because you were not paying any attention already. You stopped what you were doing and you came over. They got your presence, your words, your emotions. Just gave them exactly what they wanted, which is part of it. They wanted that, but plus they wanted to like get that thing from the sibling or have that social interaction from their sibling, but they got mom or dad. So it's even better. It's like getting a brownie that turns into a sundae. (laughs) with the whipped cream and ice cream and chocolate syrup sauce is just even better than just the brownie because it's, it's more. So again, what's your why factor of your kids arguing? Are they arguing to get you to stop and come get to tell them what to do? You would need to take functional behavior assessment technically to figure that out. Then you can hypothesize the why factor. So I'll geek out on you. There could be other reasons because maybe they want that item and they realize that every time they holler, not only do you show up, that they get the toy too. Are you, are, are they their, your favorite? Are they the younger one? Are they the older one? There's all these jokes, right? About how you react differently as a parent with your older versus younger. Or if you only have one child versus a couple of them. Yeah, your behavior changes, you learn habits. And you're like, oh, is there, like in the motto in my house, is there blood? was <laughs> like, is there blood? Is there fire? <laughs> are they breathing? Yeah, don't interrupt. <laughs> Yeah, it gives them a little bit of reaction, but it has decreased over time. But the arguing in my house, no, it has not stopped, even though I know be- all these behavioral strategies because kids are gonna get reinforcement one way or another from the arguing. But as a parent, you have the control of your own behavior to minimize the future occurrences. They do need to learn to argue because they need to learn to advocate for themselves. When we say, oh, don't learn to argue, this is this is a terrible thing, don't let your kids argue. No, they, they need to be able to stick up for themselves. Throw them into school, not knowing how to argue, Ah, they're gonna get walked right over. I didn't grow up in public school. <laughs> I didn't learn the school skill as an adult in my thirties. <laughs> I, I did have I do have four brothers, so I can hold my own. So I kinda learned at home. But not in a school setting. So it's it's different arguing. That's just to talk a little bit about why do your kids argue. The predominant could be attention Y factor. It could be tangible. It could be It may even be escape because maybe mom and dad come in and separate you guys because the older one doesn't want the little one around. Look at the pattern, look and see what's happening before the arguing, during the arguing and right after, and that will give you your clues to what the actual why factor is and why your kids keep arguing. So next time let's talk about, well, what can you do about it to get it to stop? Because yes, I said in my house, it's not stopped completely because there's all these variables, but we'll talk more, you can decrease it. Thanks for listening to Sparrow. Listen again on Mondays and Fridays for more Behavior Talk. And in the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And you can follow me on my socials at Sparrow and hannasparrow.org. But the most important is I would love to hear your messages because I want to hear what topics you want talked about.